Welcome back to another episode of Bitch, We Got The Tea Podcast. This is the beginning of a new series that we have uh, called White History, where we document, you know, basically the, the history of these Caucasians from their um, first documented appearances outside of China or what would become China and, you know, Asia to present day. You know, it's important that we... Um, get this information, get an understanding of it in relation to the rest of global history. See, a lot of people tend to have the uh, perspective that, you know, white people been here for millions of years and they've been running shit for thousands and thousands of years. No. What we're going to walk through step by step will kind of unveil their humble beginnings to current situations. So... Let's just go on and hop right on into it. All right, so from a couple of these articles here, we get the gist of a couple of things. So first one is saying that massive migration from the steppe was a source for Indo-European languages in Europe. If you dissect that title, a migration from the steppe was the source for Indo-European languages in Europe. That phrase Indo-European, that's two things. Wait, 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 let me get it. Indo and Europe. India, Europe. But these white people are nowhere near either one of these places at this point in history. They in Eurasia, you feel me? So... Basically, they're right outside the gates of China. And this other article is saying, yeah, that the steppe migration spread languages across Europe, DNA study shows. So, they, according to what they told you, they've been in Europe. Sir Nottingham Hillshire Farms. Like, they've been popping over there. No, they haven't. <laughs> and that's what we're about to expose. You feel me? So, um... Anyway, let me just keep it moving. So in this uh, next slide here, these this is one of the many Caucasian mummies that have been unearthed in the Tavern Basin, which is pretty much like a desert-type area right outside of China, right outside that western border of China. And what you would kind of call the Gobi Desert. You know what I mean? Overall, these uh, mummies, blonde hair, red hair, uh, blue eye, green eye. Like, they've been perfect. A lot of these joints was perfectly preserved. And the magic date on these mummies, about five to 6,000 years old. Now, those who... Um, regardless of what line of of um, research and knowledge you have, that number 6,000 keep coming up. All right, next. So here is kind of just touching on um, recent, recent genetic studies have concluded that humans arrived in the region 40,000 to 50,000 years ago making the region one of the oldest known sites of human habitation. 
um, archaeological evidence of the population in this area is sparse evidence of human habitation in Africa and Australia prior to that of Central Asia is well known. Clearly, um, some studies have also identified this region as, and I got to say it in second grade slow-mo, as the likeliest source of the populations who later inhabited Europe, Siberia, North America. Put that together. And then really, who later inhabited, you mean later invaded, but that's a whole other story within the story that we'll get to down the line. So they're giving you clues on who these people are. They're Caucasians. These are the ones who would later invade slash inhabit Europe, who would later invade slash uh, inhabit Siberia slash Russia, who would later invade slash inhabit North America. And then, of course, according to the Kurgan hypothesis, the northwest of the region is also considered to be the source of the root of the Indo-European languages. So we're going to just jump on over here to our map. And when you look at this map, you get an idea of what the steps look like and where they're at. The steps, and I remember about learning about this from like elementary school. It's crazy how knowledge from way back then is reactivated after like, you know, I'm almost 50. You feel me? So I remember learning about the geography, you know, desert, tundra, um, jungle, forest or something like that. You know, all of the different geography types. But the step was definitely one of them. And the step is what's going to be the revealing of these Caucasians. So you see, it stretches from modern day Ukraine. How everybody talk about, you know, pray for Ukraine and this and this and this and that. It extends from Ukraine all the way over to basically Manchuria, Mongolia, China, that whole little it's taking you all the way damn near from the Black Sea, damn near to the Pacific Ocean, almost. You feel me? So um, that's what it is. And then if you look here on the map, where I'm kind of highlighting, and the Gobi Desert is right there. So the Gobi Desert is exactly, um, you know, that region so let me jump to this map and I'm going to put in first I'm going to put in Gobi Desert Gobi so we have the Gobi Desert which is showing this right there and now Oh, let me, okay, boom. So the Gobi Desert looks like from the northwest kind of perspective, 
it separates Mongolia and China to the southeast. So now we're going to give you one more thing to look at, which you could do your homework and research further. We're going to put in Tarum Basin. Okay, boom. Tarum Basin right here. Xinjiang. Ah, okay. Excellent. Xinjiang will come into play later on in another um, chapter. I think chapter six or seven. But zooming out from the Tarun Basin, you have the Gobi Desert, which is this area that we just highlighted earlier that separates Mongolia from China. The town basin is exactly where these Caucasian mummies dated five and six thousand years old were found. And uh, that will um, conclude chapter one. Thank you and stay tuned. And, you know, definitely make sure you check out chapters two through seven and more is to come. Thank you. Like, subscribe and all that good stuff.